Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Darren DuPont. Podcast listeners, we are now available on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud, and at DarrenDupont.com, and more coming soon. So hit up Google and say, hey, Google, play the podcast, Darren DuPont, the audio version. And look at that. My phone just went off as I did that. I'm using um, the Google Assistant for a lot of things. A lot of things. It's uh, it's so convenient. But that's a podcast for another day. We'll get into the Google Assistant uh, another day on the show. My phone's going nuts every time I say Google. It's popping up. Um, anyways, spend some time at the Western Canadian Agribition in Regina. And how cool was that experience for me? Darren's Den was set up, and it was, oh, Amazing. We were on the concourse of the Brand Center. It was prime real estate at the Agribition. IKS Media set up this beautiful screen. We had gaming chairs, the couch. It was the den. Very neat. Anyways, what we did is we partnered with IKS Media. Paul Druin set it all up. We partnered with SKL Esports, uh, and we got to play NHL 19 and Super Smash Brothers. And actually, SKL Esports is the big organization in the province that uh, runs competitive gaming tournaments. They do uh, everything to do with esports. Um, great people, Dylan and the gang at SKL Esports. And they're putting on a Super Smash Brothers tournament, the first in Western Canada. The new one launches in early December um, of 2018, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. Uh, and January 12th of 2019 is the first ever tournament in Western Canada. It's going to be huge. Hundreds of people are going to show up, and it's in Saskatoon at the Sastel Center. Anyways, the people you run into at the Agribition, it is something else. And I'll tell you, we ran into Rob Reinhardt. My first time meeting Rob, he's from Regina. He is a barbecue world champion. You're going to hear his story right away. But he went down to the States, to Tennessee, and he won in Chef's Choice the Barbecue World Champion. So cool. And it just happens that we're heading to Nashville for the Sports Cage Ultimate Sports Trip. Just uh, a little bit here uh, in days, 48 hours from the taping of this podcast that I'm taping right now and a week from our conversation with Rob. So enjoy uh, the conversation you're about to hear. Me and Rob Reinhardt, he's got some great uh, barbecue tips. He's got the story and some restaurant recommendations for when we go to Nashville. So here's Rob Reinhardt, Prairie Barbecue the barbecue world champion here on the podcast. We're playing video games with Rob, who is, I want to get this right. Yeah. Are you a, it's a, a barbecue pit master? Or pit a world, master. You're a world yeah. champion? World champion in one category. I haven't okay. won an overall world championship yet. In what category? Uh, the category where world champion's in is called uh, Chef's Choice at the Jack Daniels World Invitational Barbecue Championships. When did you win? We won, we won that the third time about three weeks ago down in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be great. I, I, I'm really excited. When, when Paul told me that you were around and you are willing to come and do this, I thought yeah. this is going to be awesome. Um, your daughter with you? This is my daughter, Delaney. Okay. You guys are playing Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, this is awesome. Which is kind of fun. But So how do you become a barbecue world champion? How does that um, happen? Lots of practice. I started competing about 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, it took a little while to kind of get my feet wet in the world of competition barbecue. Sure. Um, what's interesting about that world is the food I cook at home isn't always the food that 
win the awards. Yep. Um, kind of had to figure out over the years what flavor profiles won with, with judges. So That's um, different than what wins with kids or wins at home. Yeah, yeah, wins at home. Actually, judges and kids aren't too far off, come to think of it. Right. Judges like uh, sweet flavors, like chicken and ribs. We have uh, sweet flavors there, savory as well. And uh, the kids love my competition ribs, but um, those particular ribs I cook for judges, a little too sweet and a little bit too rich for me. That's what I mean. The stuff I like at home is a little bit spicier. Uh, a little bit of a different flavor profile than the stuff that tends to win with judges. From Regina? From Regina. That's and right. So, and raised. so how, do you, like, how do you get into the competitions? Um, Where does that start? It's open to anybody. It's, uh, more like, did you TV. go from cooking in your backyard to going to Tennessee and cooking for no, a world it wasn't championship? Quite that fast. Yeah. We did a competition in Regina back in 2008. And uh, we won a couple of ribbons at that event, just enough to set that hook, you know. And I spent that whole winter practicing, trying to figure out spice rubs and sauces that I liked and cooking techniques. And the next summer out, 2009, I won a couple of these events. So just went from there. How and, big? Uh, yeah, how big is the event in Tennessee? How many, uh, how many that cooks was about were you? 100 teams. Wow. Which seems pretty big, but. That puts this little park in Lynchburg at full capacity. We've done an event in Kansas City called the American Royal, and that event is five to six hundred teams at times. So it's just massive. It's one of the coolest things. We all think we can be barbecue pit and <laughs> barbecue world champs, but yeah. how big's your team? Who's on your team? Um, usually it's my wife and myself. I like yeah. to have at least one other person with me. Sometimes it's my daughter Delaney. Um, big events like in Tennessee, we had about 10, 10 crew members with us down there, yeah. so a big crew. But we cooked seven categories down there, so it was nice to have some extra help. Was what did you cook? What did you win with? We turned in what's called a prairie surf and turf platter. So I wanted to cook something that represented Saskatchewan and Canada. So we went with a platter, Alberta beef tenderloin, and uh, Saskatchewan steelhead trout. Yeah. The tenderloin we served with a roasted garlic cream sauce. And the steelhead trout, you know, it was cooked on our gateway drum smoker and we threw a kind of a glaze on the end, maple chipotle flavors. And tried every, my daughter's kicking my butt here. She beat you in the game, yeah. okay. So You guys um, can dial up another one. We're looking for uh, well-balanced flavors and the, the proteins have to be cooked absolutely perfectly. And we managed to come out on top this time. That's, so I love that. I, I watch Barbecue Pitmasters on Netflix. Yeah. Um, how similar is cooking for a world championship to the television show? I'm sure you've it's seen not it all. Far off, you know. Um, barbecue pitmasters on TV. A lot of those times, those guys have a certain amount of time to get their meat done. That's similar to the world of competition barbecue. I think. Uh, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna be Zelda this time. Um, in competition barbecue. Uh, if you want to pick a new one, or are you good? Okay. All right, you guys are good? Sweet. Okay, sorry. Cut okay. You, I cut you off. Ready to fight. Um, so at Pitmasters, you know, they have a deadline. They yep. have to get their meat to the judges within a certain time amount. And the real competition, real world of competition barbecue, it's the exact same thing. Down in Tennessee, we had seven categories. Everyone turned in exactly half an hour from the last one. Yeah. You got a 10-minute turn-in window for each of these categories, so... You know, a beef brisket, we might be cooking that for 14 hours, and we have a 10-minute window to get it into the judges. So Unbelievable. trying to stagger those seven categories in. While I've got a, a champ, a barbecue champ, we, we try and do it. We, so we watched the pitmasters, my brother and I. We got excited. 
And so we, we got a brisket, we wanted to do that for dad, and it's become a Father's Day thing two years in a row. Right on. Now, how would you cook a brisket? If you're gonna do a brisket like you that, know, what's the secret? There's no one right answer. It depends on the smoker that you're using. And, okay. You know, there's, there's various ways to do it. I think my number one brisket, uh, I like cooking with charcoal. Um, I'm gonna go around 250 degrees, and I'll budget, depending on the size of the brisket, anywhere from 10 to 14 hours. Wow. So, um, a lot of people wrap their brisket in foil halfway through the cooking process. Yep. Uh, it's a good way to increase the amount of moisture that's retained in that brisket. But a lot of people don't realize that when you wrap a big piece of meat up like that with foil, you're sacrificing a lot of flavor during the cooking process as well. Really? If that meat braises in the foil for a long period of time, and all that bark flavor tends to get a little bit diminished. So there's a bit of a trade-off there. If you wrap a piece of foil up, or wrap up a piece of brisket with foil halfway through the cooking process, you're gonna have more moisture in the end. But if you choose to cook that brisket from start to finish, Without wrapping it in foil at all, you're going to have more flavor in that bark and in the brisket in the end. So, there's a few ways to go about it. None of them are necessarily the right way all the time. All right, um, I'm making a note, and, and I'll know for for the summertime on Father's Day we're going to up the brisket game in June. It'll oh. be it'll be better. What? Okay. So, what does your setup at home look like? I'm sure it's different than your competition uh, setup, or is it bit. similar? I've got a few different cookers at home. Um, I've got a, two or three cookers in rotation at home all the time. Yeah. Um, for con convenience, uh, I like cooking on a pellet grill. Okay. So my pellet grill at home is a Yoder YS640 pellet grill. And I get good flavors from that. It's also good for quick weeknight grilling. Yeah. Um, the newest smoker I'm playing around with is a, is a Gateway drum smoker. And what's really cool about that is is I can get really good results with amazing flavor in a fraction of the time. Four hour briskets, four hour pork butts, ribs in two and a half, maybe two hours. Wow. And I actually upgraded my uh, gas grill this first year. So for the first time in a very long time, I'm having fun cooking on a gas grill. And that's uh, Napoleon I'm, I'm cooking yep. on there. Yeah. So you weren't always a fan? Um, you know, gas grills are great, but you know, I kind of define myself as a barbecue purist, and yep. that doesn't involve propane. <laughs> right? Right. So, but I, you know, I finally got a good propane. Uh, or a slow grill. cooker. Or a slow cooker. Right? That's the one no, that gets no, me. No. Now, I don't, like, the best ribs, right? You put them in the slow cooker for no, hours and no, finish no, no, them on no. the grill. See? Not anymore. I love it. No. no, no chance, right? You know, if you're fine sacrificing a little bit of flavor to the liquid in that slow cooker, it's really not the end of the world. Um, I'm a big fan of slow-cooked ribs, but I want all that pork flavor in the meat. No, I don't want it leached into the liquid inside a slow-cooked Yeah. So yeah, it's a great way to cook, cook tender ribs. It's not it's a purist. It's not, not barbecue. That's not barbecue, right? right? Oh, right. the best barbecue ribs, they were set 90% cooked in the slow cooker. That's, that's not barbecue. Right. That's right. Okay, I love it. That's great. That's, that's been kind of a pet peeve, and I'm not a barbecue <laughs> master, so that's really cool. Cool. Um, do you, do you cook anything that's not barbecue? Are you, do you, do you, oh, yeah. do, you do the day-to-day? -day? Are you the cook in the house? Yeah, um, I was really on a soup kick last winter, trying uh, different stocks and even a little bit of cream soup. Um, I do get sick of barbecue, especially this time of year. Yep. I eat it every day during the summer, so this time of year, it's not really what I want to eat at home. So um, I like cooking Asian food at home quite a bit, stir yeah. fries and, and uh, rice and things like that, Thai food. Nice. Yeah. We're making our way down to Tennessee. 
next week with oh, the wow. sports cage. So Rod and I, Rod Peterson and I in the sports cage, we're going down. It's the ultimate sports trip. There's like 60 or 70 listeners that are paying to come on this trip. Yeah. We're going to see two Tennessee Titans games. We're going to see a Beautiful. Predators game. Titans are my team. I've never seen them play. Never been to Tennessee, never been to Nashville. Yeah. So as a barbecue guy, what are the must stops? What you do we got to eat in Tennessee? The world, Nashville has come a long way in the world of barbecue restaurants the last five years. I do have a couple of picks for, for barbecue restaurants in Nashville. Uh, number one, a place called Martin's Barbecue. Okay. They've got four or five locations in the Nashville area right now, but they, they opened up uh, kind of like their cornerstone restaurant. It's right in downtown Nashville. So wow. that's highly recommended. They cook a West Tennessee whole hog every day in that restaurant. All right, that's on the list. Uh, that's that's going to be list. a must stop. All right. The second place I'll recommend for you guys is a place called Peg Leg Porker. Okay. You guys, uh, Memphis world champion, top quality food. Guy who actually lost half of his leg to bone cancer a long time ago, yeah. so he walks around with an actual peg leg. He's one of the top pit masters in the South, and, and I haven't heard of anybody disappointed by food at his restaurant as well. Okay, well now we got the hookup for, for Tennessee. How, does, how, how is a Canadian welcomed into that scene? When that's that's a that's barbecue in the south, right? It is. You know, I think um, we've been to that competition seven times now. Yeah. And in the early years, nobody really had any expectations. Um, but we've got some big, big awards down there. They're about a 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. Um, we were lucky enough to get called for second place pork at the World Barbecue Championships. Yeah. It was pretty cool for that's a Canadian cool. team. And 30 seconds later, we heard some really loud screams. The first place pork team went to another Canadian team that year, our friend DBQ from Ontario. Wow. So when the you know, Canadians take the top two awards for the pulled pork category at the World Barbecue Championships, people took notice that year. Represent, Absolutely. hey? That's awesome. Very cool. You're not in the restaurant game? No restaurant, interestingly enough. Have you ever wanted to? It's kind of a long-term goal. Yeah. I like having the winters off. I mean, I don't want to work 70 hour weeks, 12 months a year. I'm fine doing that. Eight months. Barbecue champ, <laughs> though, is, is great marketing material. Yeah, I think so. It, it almost seems like a yeah, down the road project. It's a one day yeah, thing. The kids don't want to hang out with us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She, just, she just gave you the little look like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're going to bring us along, right? Yeah, well, she works pretty hard in the business as it is, but. Someone's got to work. Someone's got to work in the restaurant, right? Yeah, true enough summer business for now where does it go from here the barbecue is there can you can you can you level up what's the goal is there a dream behind Jeez. it um yeah just keep competing man yeah There's major major competitions out there we haven't won any of those so that's kind of a long-term dream um you know i'm pretty happy with everything i was able to quit my full-time job six years ago and and uh take this business we work hard six months a year and and uh it's not a lot of work for us during the winter but we're kind of happy with us so. is the barbecue a full-time business it's our full-time gig yeah. it is eh? Yeah. like the prize money is that and uh, what's not the, it's not the prize money from competing it's uh we sell barbecue right we're at agribition this week it's a good event for us here in regina and through the summer, we travel all over Canada doing rib fests and fairs. I was going to say, so promote what you what we sell yeah. here. Uh, I run barbecue classes in Regina, so that's kind of a good little kick for us. Okay. As well. um, I do our barbecue classes all over Canada, so we do we do six or eight dates in Saskatchewan every year. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. You know, it kind of pays the bills over the winter, but it also gives me a chance to spread the barbecue love. Sure. Get people excited about cooking. 
and uh, it's really what drives me a lot of the time. How do people sign up? How do people get involved? Um, we're actually going to be releasing our Saskatchewan dates in a couple of weeks here. Everything's at bbqclass.ca. bbqclass.ca. You bet. Awesome. Easy. Very easy to get to. Southern style barbecue. So we talk brisket, ribs, chicken, pulled pork. We bring in about six different styles of smoker to, smokers to class. So we get to teach people the pros and cons of different styles of cookers. It's a lot of fun. Is it a one-time class that somebody would take or they, they, they got to go through uh, a program? It's a, it's a five-hour class. So it's pretty much yep. the better part of a full day. It's a lot of food. It's a uh, lot of chit-chat about barbecue in general. It's a good time. How much, if you don't uh, mind me asking? It's running about 150 bucks. What a great Christmas gift. Absolutely. Great. I'm just thinking about my brother and my dad. I don't know if they're listening to this. going to ruin their <laughs> birthday or Christmas or, you know, next kind of gift idea. But that's a great idea. It's a good idea. We'll have, like, we'll have registration open in early December, and, and a lot of people do buy that. Yeah, stocking stuffer or under the tree. It's, yeah. That's perfect. And the Agribition's been great, I, I can only imagine. It's good. It's a, it's a beef show. Yeah. People here from all over the world. So just the accents we hear, people coming through the line to try our pulled pork. But our brisket really flies this week. There's a lot of beef lovers here. Right. Do you do anything other than beef? What do, you, do you like chicken? Do you like what do you? Um, what else do you barbecue? Yeah, I do pork, obviously. Uh, our bigger shows in the summer, we do chicken and ribs. Yeah. Uh, ribs are really popular during our summer festivals. Um, events like Calgary Stampede, we might go through 40 briskets and 500 racks of ribs in a single day. Wow. That's kind of our bread and butter. For yeah. Beer. Yeah. No kidding. This has been really, really cool. I don't know what else I'm missing. I just want to sit and I don't want to cook with you. I want to get this fired up. We should have had the barbecue in the den here. That would have been great. Ah, now you're talking. Right? That would have been perfect. But I'll let you guys finish up your game. And I'm going to be looking for bar bbqclass.ca. That's it. You got That's it. That's the one. I'm going to be looking there to find all the information. Are you guys on social media? Are you online? Yeah, we're all over Instagram, Facebook, and uh, yeah, Twitter. And where can they find you? What's the what's uh, the handles? Instagram, Are they all different? It's Prairie B Prairie BBQ. Facebook, it's the same one. Prairie BBQ. That's right. Awesome. We're gonna we're gonna dial that up here right away. So uh, I appreciate this. This is great. Yeah, Continued good. success. Thanks for inviting me on. And uh, we'll let you know on on social media. We'll let you know on social media how the uh, restaurants in Tennessee are okay, in Nashville. All right, great stuff with Rob Reinhardt. Big thanks for joining me here on the podcast. You can find Rob on social media, Prairie Barbecue. You make sure uh, the classes, great for Christmas uh, gifts, stocking stuffers, you name it. Um, and get somebody that loves barbecue in your family or your friends uh, a really, really cool gift, the gift of learning barbecue from a world champion. I uh, would love it if you would share this podcast, subscribe on Google Play, uh, Apple iTunes. We are on Stitcher Radio. We're on SoundCloud at DarrenDupont.com and on all social media. Uh, would love your feedback and your comments on the podcast. If you're listening, if you like it, uh, a quick share or a comment would go a long, long way. Um, would really appreciate, really appreciate it. And uh, let me know. Let me know where you're listening from and if you've enjoyed it and if you like a specific episode. Anyways, at DarrenDupont everywhere. That's Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. LinkedIn. We're there. So um, would love the feedback and uh, hope you're enjoying the podcast. We'll talk soon.